You are now listening to 24 Hours from Greatness. Yep, it's your boy KD. It's your boy Harry, what's up? Welcome back. What's going on, what's going on? 24 Hours from Greatness podcast, bringing you another episode. I think this is episode 2-0, man. 2-0? 20? 20. Okay. Yep. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, I heard that, man. Yeah, man, we started this journey, I mean, back in October. And like I said, it's March. So, man, hey, man, here's to continuing the journey. I'm going to toast with my bottle of water t- today. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you got to work out still? Yeah, like I said, I'm trying to... I'm trying to get it in, man. I'm trying to just stay consistent because I know the baby's going to be here soon and there's no telling what my schedule is going to be when he gets here. So I'm really trying to stay focused on just getting it in while I can. Well, today's hump day. Um, I cannot say that I'm drinking water. I was very happy to see some Terramana <laughs> sitting in your house. So man, shout I out need, to the rock. Shoot, what I need is coffee. <laughs> like... Bruh, I need some fucking coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. I I drank coffee once in college, and that was when I had two hours of sleep. I had three hours of sleep Monday, and I'm still, like, struggling, trying to catch up. It's not going to happen, though. People that were stressed during finals week were not coffee drinkers. I was a coffee drinker. I was not stressed at all. I was literally up. Uh, You know me. I'm, like, nocturnal. Yeah. So they have like I've been drinking coffee since I was in high school. <laughs> I seen on like some TV shows or just like heard from probably some of your St. Mark's friend know this. Uh, there's a drug that or a pill that like helps kids stay up and study. Adderall? Is that it? Is, that, is it makes you stay up or focus? Adderall keep you up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember working in the restaurant industry it. for a long time and people... A lot of a lot of bartenders and servers that work late night shifts or work doubles would take Adderall. Like yeah, it, it was like an under the table, like, yo, I just popped the Adderall because I'm about to work this <laughs> double and I need to make Bro. this money. I need to be lively. I need to it's be real, dog. the life of the party to be Tom Cruise out on the beach shaking up cocktails. It's like, real. <laughs> That's why, yo, before we uh started recording, I had to go upstairs, let the sink run. Like, yo, since I wanna say twenty twelve. That's how long I've been doing this, throwing the cold water on my face, bruh. It works. It, it works sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it, you just too over the hill, but I'm like, man, I just got to look. I'm here for y'all. I'm tired as fuck. I should be taking a nap right now, but like I said, man, I just de- had to get it out to y'all, man. So what you need? You need a warm-up or something? <sighs> man, I need something. Yeah, I got I to gotta warm up for you. <laughs> All right. This is what I want you to do. I'm going to name out a few topic names, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody's played this game before. Usually it was like a drinking game, right? So you got to say the first word that comes to your mind. We got to warm you up because you, you sleepy. When I say this name or topic, whatever it is, first thing that comes to mind. Drake. One word. Top dog. Well, that's two words. That's compound words. Yeah. (laughs) Donald Trump. Loser. J-Lo. 
Disappointing. Pop smoke. Rising. Sex. Bliss. People who drive smart cars. Strange. Marriage. Challenging. Single. Hmm. That's a good one. What comes to my mind when I hear single? First word, Kendall. First word. Indifferent. I'm going to go with indifferent. School. Agony. Very good. All right. That was a nice little warm up. That was intense, right? It made you think. Yeah. Next time you can ask me. J Lo. I like. I was. I was going to ask you. Yo, I almost. <laughs> I forgot about this, dog. I'm glad you said J Lo. Okay. Because her and A Rod split. So this is like I think a couple weeks ago, last week. Mm-hmm. Bro. Now, if a woman. If she has issues with a couple guys, all right, all right. But if lightning strikes three times, we start to look like, yo, what's up with J-Lo? And I don't know that every guy cheat on her. And it's, if so, it's like, why are these guys cheating on J-Lo? Or why are these dudes self-sabotaging? With, you know, of course, we all know J-Lo. J-Lo's like 52 years old, still looks like she's... 38. Still look real good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why would these dudes self-sabotage or throw something away? Yo, I think where smoke is fire, so I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not, you know, passing nothing by J-Lo. Something's going on over there, man. Uh, I, Didn't they say it was false? Didn't they come out and say that their rumors were false? Oh, I don't know, man. Like, after... Because I, I was very intrigued in... Another, you know, separation in Hollywood, and you know, I thought they were super happy together. So that just threw me for a bone. But I, I think I did see some rumors that it that it may have been a false narrative because you know sometimes the media takes things and runs with it or whatever. I think it was like wasn't it like Jose Canseco or somebody like that who said something about him. It was like, oh, he's a cheater. He's this. He's that. It was like as soon as they started dating, like he was hating, like big time. Fucking Jose Canseco talking about somebody cheating. Ain't that a bitch? So, I know, I know you want to take take over this conversation. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna let you have this, and I, and I'm gonna chime in every so often. But let's talk about Derek Jackson's interview. All right, man. Let let let's let's talk about it, man. Because so, everybody's talking about it. Let's give our take. For. Anybody that passed, yo, the, from the weekend, today is Wednesday, man. If you, unless you've been under a rock, you have not heard the news of Derek Jackson yet, man. And I really didn't know who Derek Jackson was. I saw, I would see like posts and stuff on Instagram. Like I remember like three or four years ago, you know, um, they had a picture of this dude carrying a, 
grocery bags in the house or some shit. And it's like, I remember that, but I never saw him again because I don't follow the dude. I mean, I don't be on Instagram like that all the time. So I know like, who the fuck he was, bro. Yeah. I'm be honest. So it's like, when I keep seeing Derek Jackson, I'm like, yo, my whole timeline, like, yo, girls is posting this dude, comedians, everybody is just going in on this dude. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, when I look at it, man, 2021 must be the year of the fraud. And what I mean is, I mean, other than Derek Jackson, it's a lot of people who are trying to portray themselves to be something they not. Mm. And that is basically the biggest habituation of what social media is. You know, social media gives everybody that platform or that stage to be something that they're not. Okay. You can pretend whoever you want to be. It's like, uh, shit, I never played The Sims, but I know the concept. You could be whoever you want to be on The Sims. You could be a handsome, attractive guy and be this fat, sloppy guy in your mama's basement eating cheese curls with your turtle beach on <laughs> and your uh, bedpan under you. So it's like... <laughs> Damn. Yo, that's how that I be. That shit went south quick. Yo, that's how I be. But again, it's like, yo... You have so many people like that on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but it takes it a step further when people are building brands on falsehoods. People are monetizing, basically playing dress up. Yeah. And it's like, yo, this dude, Derek Jackson, is a motherfucker who I can't stand because one, I always practice guy code. And one thing you never do is talk about, like, yo, even, you know, back in the single days, you never, I mean, this is going back to high school when I was a young man. You Sylvester's out there. (laughs) (laughs) You never talk down or talk trash about another man. You do you and let him do him. Like, you don't go to another woman and say, oh, man, he's a cheater or oh, that guy don't love you, or if he loved you, he would put a ring on it. Stuff like that. You don't do that. Dudes you don't do know, it, though. Yeah. Dudes do do it. Dudes do it all the time. Yeah. But I'm like I said, uh, true dude, I'll say a real man in my definition, they don't got to do that. You, you don't got to put down other men to raise yourself up. And I see this dude, Derek Jackson, has strategically, for the past four or five years, put down other males Mm. to exalt himself up to a pedestal where he has portrayed himself to be the perfect guy when this whole time you've been scamming everybody. And I see him as basically, I put him in the same category that I put Steve Harvey in because, shoot, in the early 2010s, Steve Harvey, you know, act like a lady, think like a man, you know, selling his books. And it's like, you know, Steve Harvey is old as his ass is. And this is why I really, to this day, I don't really give a rat's ass about Steve Harvey or fuck with him. And I, I'm the same. I don't care who it is. I'm the same with everybody. Because... Be consistent. Yes. Because Steve Harvey would, you know, not... Like I said, I'm not mad at nobody for, you know, trying to give game away to women so they can... uh. Protect themselves. Yeah, so they can yeah. protect themselves. You know, yeah, yeah, 
everybody is going to be fathers. Everybody's going to be an uncle. You don't want to see your niece or whoever get mistreated. But in those circles is where that should stay. <coughs> and I'm like, all right. My mom is the one who put me on Steve Harvey. And this is when I really didn't respect him. And it's like, you know, I would see all these older women swooning, hipping and hollering over, oh, Steve Harvey, he he knows women. And, you know, I'm going to read his book. Because for a while, a lot of women was eating that shit up. I'm going to make a man wait 90 days yeah. for the cookie. And Damn, if he, yeah, if he respects me, if he likes me, then... He's going to wait 90 days. And it was like, I don't want to be a sports fish. I don't want the guy just to catch me and throw me back. I want him to just take me out to the Applebee's. That's my favorite place, y'all. <laughs> and, you know, take me home. You always say Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> we went there this past weekend, too. <laughs> and, you know. You got to up the ante at some point. You can't just keep doing the two for <laughs> And have them knock my back and ankles loose. <laughs> <laughs> but I want him to actually wife me up. I want to be a wife. And that's what a lot of women was doing. A lot of women was following Steve Harvey's book. A lot of young women, older women, chicks in college is reading, act yeah. like a lady, think like a man. And my mom, like, put me on. And my mom was like, man, I'm not reading that bullshit. I'm like, huh? Why not, mom? Man, Steve Harvey need to take his own damn advice. And I'm like, huh? Man, Steve Harvey is on his third marriage. He's saying all this stuff after this fact. And he was this type of person. He treated his first wife like shit. Same thing with his second wife. Marjorie Harvey is his third wife. Mm-hmm. And for guys like Steve Harvey and guys like Derek Jackson, I think, I'm not even going to say God, because I've been seeing God thrown around a lot by people who, you know, they try to cover up their mental illness, I say maybe, or their insecurities, or whatever their ailments may be. they trying to cover it up with God. I think the universe shows them guys and it's like even though steve harvey steve harvey nothing happened to steve harvey the joke is that same girl that you told women not to be look at your stepdaughter so it's like all that shit you was talking and you need you want you should respect yourself you should wait 90 days but it's like uh, Lori Harvey out here looking like uh, Little Caesar's Pizza hot and ready for everybody who's trying to take a bite. <laughs> but oh, then you got Derek Jackson over here, and it's like, bro, you've been practicing and preaching to the masses. I see, you know, I've been watching the compilations just like in amazement because he's saying, you know, man, look, if... Yeah, if you were a guy and you were in a promiscuous relationship or you were in a promiscuous lifestyle before you got with a woman and then you can't get rid of that when y'all get married, then you got to throw that girl back. Let her go with somebody else. 
I'm like, motherfucker. Then it comes out, you the guy that you've been talking about. So that shit is called projection. You're projecting your own insecurities and your own experiences off on other men. That's like the Zodiac Killer telling you to watch out for the Zodiac Killer. And the motherfucker's the one who (laughs) did the crime the whole time. It's like watching Bro, Scream all over again. The hypocrisy. It's crazy. It yeah, it is it is bullshit. It really is. Because like you spent this amount of time trashing other men, man, and meanwhile you Sylvester the Fox probably For sliding real. in the DMs on the low with, with your marriage. For real. And what stuck with me, honestly, because I didn't know a lot about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I saw a lot of the memes and stuff that girls was writing, I was laughing, like one girl said you know, I'd rather drag a cactus across my vagina than sit there and listen to my man tell me that he cheated on me or something while we was Bro. married. Um, but if you, it, I, I'm real big into reading body language. If you look at the video and when he's saying it, if you mm-hmm. look at her face Bro. and her drop shoulders and like, yo, her demeanor is just like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Like, she just looks so over it. Now, her response, that could have been pre-written, pre-decided what she was going to say. Yep. Shit, he probably told her to say it. Bro. He's a classic abuser, dog. Classic. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a, a manipulator. You can tell that he is a master manipulator. My mom always told me, like, you know. He got, like, R. Kelly had his chick yeah. or something. Like, like you know, demons are smart, and people know the people that they can manipulate. Uh... Just like in prison, same shit. Oh, what's, oh, that's another another conversation. <laughs> but it's like, yo, you know the people that you can manipulate. And then I just saw a video where his wife, cause it's like, yo, he like look like he just dragged his wife out of bed with her bonnet on and just press record. Like he didn't tell his wife put some makeup on. We had to do an IG live, nothing. And then it's like, not only does she got to deal with being cheated on, now getting drugged. She got to get dragged by the whole internet because she was looking like first one thing, then another. Looking like a dumbbell. And it's like, yo, she did another video. And I'm like, maybe that's just how she wants to be when she's comfortable at home. She likes to wear thermals and a uh, damn bonnet. And she's talking about, you know, my thermal is my breastplate. You think it is a, uh, you call this a bonnet? I call this a helmet of salvation yeah, i'm like we talking some wild shit get the Talk fuck out of here you, with that bullshit you she said you bring gossip <coughs> i bring the gospel now look i'm all for people being uh strong with their religious beliefs Bro. and whatnot but at this point if you don't shut the hell up lady Bro. put a plug in it like like we don't want to hear it at this point because you're you're enabling him yes this guy is an idiot. She's weak. I don't want to call the woman weak because nobody deserves to get cheated on. Let's be honest. Nah. It sucks. But I, I can tell if you've you been can look at her and tell that she has low self-esteem. Yeah. He is obviously the person in that relationship just from watching them in one video, two videos mm-hmm. I've seen. He is controlling every aspect of that relationship. Definitely. Like he's bringing home the bacon. Yep. That's probably how he makes his money. He's like, look, you're going to suck it up for this show. Yep. There, there's so many things that could happen when the camera's not on. Didn't you say he was talking to third person? Yeah. Narcissist, dog. Yep. 
Dog, he had his side chicks was in the house. Now you a married man. Mm. Got your side chicks in your wife's bed. Ugh. Taking pictures all throughout the house. I ain't know all that. That's even yes, worse. Just wilding out. But again, this is what I think happened. I don't think Derek Jackson thought that he was going to blow up like this. And like a lot of guys, they marry that real safe church girl who, you know, she's going to be a good mother. She's going to be obedient. She's going to, you know, take care of the house. But that's it. She's going to be simple, plain Jane. Bottom line. I thought she was going to go a different route. <laughs> what? I thought she was going to say church girls and hoes. Nah, 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 nah. Because nah. I've heard that before. Oh, yeah, yo, nah. Like, girls sit on Friday and Saturday, but be at church every Sunday. Yo, nah. It's, like I said, it's two sides of that coin. Because you do have some church girls who are freaks behind the door. But she seemed like she's just whack as hell. And I only say that because in the uh, video, the one side chick was saying that he said it's like a video recording or a text message that his wife is born. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at her and now it's like, all right, you can't judge every book by its cover. Cause you can look at some girls that look like some bullshit, but they, uh, Tiana Trump when it gets time. God, she's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> but, this girl looks so whack as hell. Like she could like, she, she might, would she just throw it on though. Ah, she mm. looks like uh, they they're just probably missionary guys, just 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 missionary people. And it's like yo to this dude, and it's like yo once once you become famous, now all these girls want to talk to you, holler at you, and it's like yo I got my wife at home, she boring. Then I got all these side chicks throwing that. Throbbing, dripping wet snatch at me. I gotta go catch it. So I get it. But all I'm saying is you can't say that other dudes ain't shit. Other dudes is weak. Mm-mm-mm. When you out here doing the bullshit, bro. He is it's it's only three months into the year, and you are scammer of the year, Derek Jackson. You wow. deserve all the dragon. From the windows to the wall for the bullshit that you have done. And you've made money off of women off of a fucking lie. Yeah. And like I said, as a married man, everybody could be Derek Jackson. You know, if we wasn't in your house, I'd pour out a little liquor to the man on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know... It is really a, a shameful situation. I'm curious to see how it plays out. I expect divorce, but we'll see what happens. That's just my uh, pregame Super Bowl prediction. So we're going to see how the Derek Jackson uh, extravaganza plays out. Yep, man, um, look, he had a good run. Well, yeah, it's, it's the same with pastors. Uh, pastors, priests, it's like you can't practice and preach one thing and then be on the altar with the dominatrix and get <laughs> Ball gagger and get, everything. Yep. Get the butt plugs and all that. Just wilding, dog. 
You can't be doing all that, man. Do, Telling everybody to live do, right. Do as I say, not as I do. Right? Yeah, 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 that shit's crazy. Classic case of that. Cause so. I'm like, yo, every every situation where we exalt people or we say that people are perfect, cause it's like, yo, I remember like back in college or high school, and it's like, man, damn, they got a perfect relationship. They so happy. They look cool all the time. But it's like you don't know the term oil or war that goes on behind a wall. Like, man, my dad told me, like, yo, the very first day when I moved into my first apartment with my wife, and me and my dad were sitting on the back of that U-Haul, he said, take it one day at a time. And that's what I do, man. And again, Facts. everybody out here could be Derek Jackson because, you know, temptation is all around you. You can always say fuck it. But again, I can't say fuck the vows, man. It's it's too much. It's too much, yeah. dog. I I can't. I can't. You ever been to like a friend's house and you know, he might have significant other or whatever. Mhm. And he you ever see your boy try to explain himself out of a situation but he sounds stupid? And you're like, dog, just shut the fuck up. Like, you, <laughs> like that reminds me of Derek Jackson right now. Like, I'm talking about, like, like, yo, it's real stupid. Like, yo, I I, I sent a text about where the hoes at because I was trying to figure out where I'm not going to be because I don't want to be there. I'm not going to be there, right? So that's why I sent a text. <laughs> that's a good well, one. Why would you send that to your friend? That's a good one. It's a, it's a prime example. Like, Derek Jackson, if you don't shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth... Like, yeah, the dog. more he talks, the more guilt I see seep through his pores. And I'm just like, dog, just give it, on, it up. Just, yo, you're going to get drug. Just pouring it the fuck You on. cannot be drugged by the horse anymore. Bro. Like, this is bad. This is bad. Yep. And I mean, dog, I've never seen nobody, like, one person How get dragged. How do you dragged. come back from that, Kendall? I don't know if you can. It, and, I, and I'll say it's probably still 20% of his fan base who was going to say, you know, hey. If he come back. From this? Oh, he joining he, with the four or five, man. Dog, if he come back from this, it's it's as good as the three one deficit LeBron was down by Golden State. But this is what I thought last night. I hit my sisters up. Plot twist. Hmm. I think I don't know, man. I think I'm so desensitized to all the shit on social media. I don't know what's true and what's not anymore. Mm. Like, for all I know, this shit can all be a ploy. Like, this all could be marketing for his next book to come out. Like, this dude got, like, five, six books. Like, how do we know that this shit is not all wrestling? Like, yes, like, yo, people do this shit all the time. Like, entertainers, Instagram people, influencers. This shit could all be wrestling, dog. Mm-hmm. And we just all feeding into it. Because what's everybody in the fucking world been talking about for the past five days? Derek Jackson. Yeah. And if I'm him, if I'm going out with a bang, I'm going on all the fucking radio shows. Mm-hmm. I'm going on Iyanla, Fix My Life. I'm going to try to get a TV show with me and my wife to fix this and get therapy in front of everybody. And I'm trying to get paid. Because it's like, shit, I already lost all my fan base. Because after this, I'm basically done. And you know what's going to happen? Everybody is going to tune in every week 
to see him and his wife. They definitely want going want to see his uh wife. To see him and his wife work through their problems and him talk about all this shit. Like, yo, I could make a whole 10-episode season on Netflix about this, dog. Kendall, I think you're giving this man entirely too much credit. He don't seem that smart to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I agree. Like, yo, if, if this is the plan, prove me fucking wrong, Derek, Derek Jackson, excuse me. Because if you're, if you're right, Kendall, this motherfucker got everybody. Yes. Like, April Fool's, like, got everybody. I also be... I also think, Yo, it is almost April Fool's, by yeah. the way. I also think... Um, that would be a good one. Bro. Dude, I will, I will, pers- I will per- personally drive to his house yo, and shake his hand. Yo, if they do and, and April I, And Fools, I'll even iron his wife's bonnet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I owe you. If he got me like that... That would be the ultimate April Fool's. That would be, dog. I honestly think he's just talking loud, not saying much. But we'll see how it play out. Uh, we will, I will make sure that we come back to Derek Jackson on, yes. this, on this podcast. Yes. So, All right. That's enough of that motherfucker, man. We gave him All enough right. time. We're going to change the pace a little bit. I wanted hold to, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. I just want to give a shout out to Delaware's finest, Joe Biden. He is on pace right now. To be the greatest president of all time. Uh, I received my 1400 No. My, my shit was like 21 Shout out to the baby. My $2,100 stimmy. And uh, he did something really great, man. Uh, I just think about Donald Trump had all these immigrants, like, homeless in cages. They spent like $86 million to house all these, like, kids and immigrants in the hotels in Texas. That's great. Like, yeah. that is how you fucking president. That's what you do. You do the right thing. You be the right person. Mm-hmm. Like, he's spending money to put these people up in hotels so they're not going to be in cages and all that shit. All that bullshit. And I'm like, yo, he probably two and a half months in his shit, but that's all I wanted to do, man. Just keep doing what you're doing joe i'm glad you gave praise because uh that's something that we overlooked this week for sure yep. i'm pretty sure everybody's happy with getting extra money from the government so yep. <laughs> uh it's been a long time coming so very much so amen um i want to switch the pace a little bit i want to get back into um i want to get back into basketball we have not talked any sports in a while on our podcast uh, a couple Two topics we're mm-hmm. gonna do real quick. How do you feel about Mr. Draymond Green going on a recent podcast and stated I'm the best defender to ever play the game of basketball? To ever play the game. And he said, I stand by it. I guarantee it. Like a brand name. Like has he, Pepsi. Has he ever won uh <laughs> defensive player of the year yet? I believe so. Yes? Yeah. Okay, all right. Nah, he's not number one. Definitely not, man. Is he in I your mean, top five? Nah. Top ten. Maybe top twenty. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I know when I think about like top defenders, I think about like uh, I don't know, man, because some of them are big men. Like you got the Kimmy Matumbo, like blocking machines. I'm thinking about uh I think Ben Wallace got, like, Defensive Player of the Year. I know he got, like, All-NBA defensive team, though. But, I mean, just shut down defenders, man. 
I mean, to be honest, I don't think he's the best defender this year. Right now, it's Ben Simmons. Okay. Clearly, Ben Simmons. Um, in the past, what, few years, it's been Rudy Gobert. Okay. Um, Shoot, Gary Payton back in the day. Mike, Michael Jordan. Yeah. People forget that this guy used to win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, Scottie Pippen. They played defense and offense. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I was going to say Dennis. Um, did I say Marcus Saul? Nah. Marcus Saul is another one. Okay. Um, there's a lot of people that you could put um, up there in a conversation with Draymond. I think that I think here's the difference, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, let let let's take it. Let's take a second and appreciate Draymond Green's attitude, though. Yeah. Because I think the mentality of an NBA player, you have to believe that you're the best. Yeah, especially when you're a champion, you have to, even if it's not true, to push yourself to that furthest extent, you have to literally breathe it, embody it, mind, body, and spirit, right? Yep. So I credit him for having that belief in himself, his own conviction, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's just not the truth yet. It's, nah. it's too early. It's too early, right? So there's... Many other defenders that I think most NBA analysts, other, um, you know, writers, etc., would say are over Draymond Green. It's also about what Golden State asked Draymond to do. Look at the defense he has to play now. Yeah. He's not guarding Shaq. Yeah. He's not, he's not guarding fives. He's guarding really perimeter players. I mean... Now, to, to to be able to guard one through five, I'm not saying that's not talented. I mean, yeah. I think Kawhi Leonard is a better defender than Draymond Green. Yeah, I thought about Kawhi, too. Uh, Jimmy Butler is up there with Draymond Green. To me, there's a lot of two-way defenders that play both sides of the ball and mm-hmm. could compete with Draymond Green. Yep. Um, I think he's very versatile. I think his offense is very suspect. He doesn't have a very good jump shot. He can knock, he can knock down... Knock him down on occasion. I yeah. think Golden State would be even better if he shot better. Yeah. But that's offense. Overall, I'm not mad at the statement because, you know, I feel like you should believe in yourself. Definitely but, had confidence, man. Yeah, but definitely not not the best of all time. Nah. Not even close. Yo, what's so crazy, man? Like, yo, Golden State was like the baddest fucking basketball team on the planet. Like, Three to five years ago. And it's like... Injuries. Yeah, injuries. 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 Plague, plague them. Injuries. I guess 2017 was like the last chip. 2018 maybe. But it's just like... Yeah. It's like they're not even just in the conversation. Left. Yeah. Katie left. Yep. Uh, I think Clay got hurt. Twice. They haven't been really the same since. Yep. Uh, I mean, you're seeing flashes now with Steph and possible Clay return later in the year. I think you'll see... Mm. I don't think Golden State will make the playoffs this year. I think the West is very competitive. Oh, yeah. And um, the the West now? Yeah. So, mm. we'll, we'll see. Second second topic here. James Harden for MVP this season. What do you think? Man, I really haven't even been watching basketball like that, man. But uh, fucking Brooklyn is balling. That's what I do know. <laughs> Shoot. It's at the beginning of the season, it was like, you know, whoever in L.A. in the championship. 
Now it looks like all roads lead through Brooklyn. So you're familiar with James Harden, though, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So what are the main complaints you heard about James Harden? Defense. Ball hawk. That's basically it. So right now, James Harden's only averaging like 26 a game, which is pretty good, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, In the past, he's averaged, you know, 30, 31. Uh, I think is 33 one season. Uh, so he's not putting up the same offensive numbers as far as points. But probably because Kyrie. But his assist number are higher. Okay. He's averaging about 11 assists a game. Um, he is leading his team. He's also rebounding at a high level as well. Ooh. He is leading his team in Durant's absence. He's overstepped Kyrie. Damn. He's his still teammates are praising him right now for his leadership. That's when saying. have you heard that out of Houston? Yeah, man. When Even when Chris Paul was there, they looked at Chris Paul, right, for mm-hmm. leadership as the point guard, right? Yeah. Prior to that, it was just the Dan Tony and James Harden show. I'm just going to come out, jack threes, and pass you the ball when I'm double team, whatever. Basically. And, I mean, right now, he is on pace to win MVP. That's what's up. With a, with a late return for Durant, he's kind of surpassed Kyrie on the Nets picture. Mm. Um, I see James Harden win the MVP. Yeah, he deserves it. Shit. I mean, bro, how James Harden fucking did an eight, early April Fool's on everybody. And it's like, yo, I swear he had a fat suit. Bro. <laughs> I, was that Photoshop pictures, man? I don't know. Because they had so James Harden crazy. looking like, like, like he ate some, pizza for yeah. <laughs> Looking like a fat ass. And it's like, yo, James Harden went to Brooklyn. And they was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yo, James Harden's funny, man. He must have wore like seven shirts. <laughs> Where, I, like I said, I, I love James Harden's game. I've, like, yo, he, he who all the high school kids look up to as far as the step back. I think he like revolutionized that move to the point where I mean it's almost unstoppable. And James Harden is like six three. Six five. What? He's six five. He's six five? He's like six five. He's pretty solid. He's like two twenty five or it might be like two actually I'm gonna say two twenty. He's around two twenty. Oh, I know he was that tall. Yeah, he's six five. He's he's but, a two. Uh, yeah man. Shit. He's deceptively tall. Like on, if you watch like on TV, he actually looks kind of like, like the chubby fat guy out there. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, he's actually really strong, and he just has this like weird, yeah, lower half. Like I, I don't know. He's very built, very strange. But if you, I think if you seen him in person, it would make more sense. Mm. Um. Uh, just a side thing I saw noticed today. Um, I was reading Yahoo News at work. And thought it was really cool. Uh, June first, they're supposed to release the basically release the tapes, right? On I know there's a worldwide phenomenon has been since I've been a kid, and way prior to that, um, with UFOs. There's apparently evidence that's coming out, right? Ancient aliens. Yeah, man. you know, you know that's my show. <laughs> but um, there, there is. A ex, uh, basically an ex director of intelligence. I assume he was very high up. He was on uh, my most dreaded 
TV station. He was actually on Fox News, but he was talking about um, he was talking about like the stuff that was gonna be coming out, and it's stuff from like the Air Force, things that have been spotted by satellites and Damn, radars bro. and all different things, and that what they is the cannot place explain. called in New Mexico. Uh, area. Wait, are we talking about Area Fifty One? No, that's not in the Mexico, place of the first UFO landing. And you, it's uh, Area Fifty One is in Nevada. Yeah, it's in New Mexico. It's a town. Shit, I can't think of it, cause the whole town is like a tourist attraction now. It's dedicated to like um, the UFO landing, cause it's like the documented first UFO sighting or landing. Trying to think of it. Ah, uh, damn! This is a Jeopardy question, man. I know it's in New Mexico. That's all I know. <laughs> oh shit, man! Uh, Roswell, 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 New Mexico. I had to Google yeah. it. I, I, yeah. I googled it. Roswell. Yeah, okay. the TV yeah, show yeah. too. Roswell. <laughs> yep, yep. You know what though? I think most. Most people are now open to the idea that we are not alone in the universe. Yeah, uh, we're man. not gonna get to a real long conversation here, <laughs> but there is some upcoming evidence that even this guy was having a hard time explaining, it, and he cannot speak more on it until um, everything is released. Okay. Um, I guess you know he has some kind of secret clearance, so he can only say so much at the moment until it's mm. released, but. It caught my attention today when I was reading, so that's just something to look forward to. That's crazy. June first, June first for that. That's crazy. Uh, I I've told some people this, and it's like, yo, my roommate, only him and I, like know this story, and like, yo, this we were coming back to Delaware State, and I I'll never forget this shit. We were coming back from a party or somewhere, I don't know, and we were going by the uh, EH building. So we're about to pull into the uh, village of parking lots. Um, all I know, I probably, I know I told you guys this before. All I know is he's, um, was I driving or he was driving? I think, I think he was driving and we saw like a, a green light in the sky, like a bright green light in the sky. And all of a sudden that shit just shots down. Just shot down somewhere. And it just got quiet. And we, like, pull into the parking lot. I turned to this motherfucker was like, you know what's crazy? If we tell anybody what we saw, nobody will believe us. You know how he is. He was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, but it's like, yo, it's shit that... You can't explain, like, there's documented, uh, there's documented occurrences of, like, people, pilots flying at certain altitudes and, like, passing out or seeing, like, spherical objects and, like, you know, passing out and coming back in, like, five seconds. Yeah. Like, I mean, look. I mean, there's things that travel, um, faster than, like, you know, the measure of a sonic boom. You know, there's yeah. things that go on that top technology in the world are not, are not able to do and top, um, how do you say it? Pe- people that are very high up can't 
explain what's going on. They're like, yeah. yo, I, they don't have answers. So um, I'm interested to see, you know, going forward, if we start releasing more information like this, I think it is being a more well-accepted idea that we may not be alone. Do you think that people can handle it now, man? Maybe they said we... I, I, yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. I believe... It, yo, we are in the land of misinformation. Yeah. So, I think you like... Make people, anything look like something now. The, the issue to me is going to be the battle between science and religion, right? Yeah. Because religious people, if you've had... I'm not a big religious person. Like, I believe in higher being and everything mm-hmm. like that. But... I'm a person that was raised Catholic, but as I grew up, I started seeing corruption and Catholicism and all. I have a very broad perspective. So I just look at it as very much like, you know what? There's over 500 religions in the world. Mm-hmm. One of us got to be wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Somebody is fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. Someone's wrong. Because some of y'all think there's multiple guys. Some of y'all say there's one. Yeah. So depending on where you're at with region everything all that plays a role into maybe what you yep. believe in so i think that whenever you add religion into the picture there's going to be some shit a level of resistance to change i mean me and it's like i grew up in a christian church faith all that but scientifically speaking as a student, I read about Stonehenge. I read about uh, the island where, of the Stoneheads that weigh hundreds of tons and are aligned. I've seen the fucking pyramids. Mayan temple. Mayan temples and these mazes and all these things. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm open-minded. I, You know, you can't Some things don't discount make everything. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. If you have never seen Ancient Aliens, multiverse, highly recommended. Some of it's bullshit. <laughs> Some of it is very interesting. Yeah. Um, a lot of there, there's a lot of factual information on there as well. Shit's crazy. Um, it's basically just a theory that we're not alone. Um, anyway, this is the topic I really I got two 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 more things for you. I know you usually are a topic guy, but I'm bringing you some ether today. Kylie Jenner. Have you heard about Kylie Jenner recently? She did some bullshit with the GoFundMe? Yes. Yeah. All right. So. (laughs) Whatever happened with that? (laughs) So her ex, uh, I believe, makeup artist Mm -hmm. or hairstylist, something, whatever. I don't care about that word. Used to be friends. Got in some kind of accident, right? I assume car accident of some sort. Yep. Only, and she only donated five grand to the cause. To this makeup artist. Um, so my question is. Then, then then she went and started to go fund me. And asked people for money. Alright. Then the you know the whole world dragged her. And I was laughing my ass off the whole time. But. At what point. Is it Kylie Jenner's responsibility. To help out an old friend. She did enough. Because one. And that's what I don't like, man. I don't like uh, a pocket watcher. I don't like people who, you know, that's why it's kind of dangerous when 
your finances and stuff are like public knowledge and information because everybody wants to say, oh, you got it. Oh, you got it. You got it. So what if I got it? Maybe I choose to do this, choose that. Nobody has to do nothing for nobody. But you got to look at the fact that she gave $5,000, which could be five bucks to Kylie. But she also posted a GoFundMe. And it's like she is a person with millions of followers. She brought notice to it when she didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's like she helped in that way. So it's like you got to look at it that way. But I don't like that shit. Like I even think back like, yo, let's go back a couple months ago when people were talking about uh, they were trying to drag Meek Mills for like giving some uh, kids, I don't know, and it's like, yo, you could give more than that. It's like, yo, nobody has to do shit for nobody. Mm -hmm. The fact that Meek Mills or any celebrity goes into their pockets, goes into their phone and sends somebody bread or whatever, like, again, that's all you can do is be happy with that. But nobody owes nobody nothing. And it's like, we got to get out of our heads and stop saying what this person should be doing or that person should be doing because that's a never-ending story mm-hmm. but i mean to go find me like i didn't even read too much into that bullshit it's like yo motherfuckers just want shit to be mad about dog like sometimes i'm like god damn well one i'm glad i don't have that kind of money because <laughs> people hold you highly responsible yeah um, i believe you're right to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. The only thing I disagree with. I don't know the extent of this accident. But if it's my friend. Someone I say. When I say friend. Yeah. I mean friend. And then like you said. Ex makeup artist. So it's like. We don't know the relationship. Yeah. The relationship. Everybody looking at face value. The relationship matters a lot. Yeah. If it's somebody. Now makeup artist. Right. Yep. You got to think about this. A makeup artist is with you all the time. A makeup artist is somebody... Kylie Jenner, she got caught without makeup on a few times and got exposed to the media. Like, look at this basic ass... You know what I mean? Like, she got exposed whenever she didn't have her makeup on. Look like her old self. As... Yeah. (laughs) Like, she looks totally different. Let's be honest, right? The relationship that she has with this makeup artist is very important in this situation, right? None of us know that. So at face value, she's in the wrong because she knows about it. She donated money. What's the end? Like, how much money is it? You know, how much How much is the bill? Exactly. Like, like there's a lot of things that play into it. If it's a very serious accident... Where this person's life is in danger or they just have no way of paying it. If you're well off, like, in that situation, I feel like, yeah, you should help out. I think they averaged it out to where Kylie Jenner averages with her, what she's worth and salary and mm-hmm. everything, $425,000 a day. Mm. A day. So I could literally wake up, go downstairs make some pancakes, take a shit in the shower, 
And I made enough money to pay your hospital bill. Oh, my God. So it, when I think of it that way, that kind of fucks me up for a second. Yeah, man. Because I'm like, yo, dog, I'm in the hospital. You not you, my friend, you're not going to help me? Now, I'm not saying you're obligated to. Yeah, man. But as a friend, I would expect you to. Now, she did donate $5,000. Yep. Kendall, if we go out to eat, right? I'm going to just put it to you this way. Me and you are friends, correct? Mm-hmm. We go out to eat. And the bill comes out. And you heard of people, you're like, let's go Dutch. I'll go half, you go half. Yep. If I'm like, yo, Kendall, the bill's $87. And I give you $11. Are you going to look at me type crazy? Yeah, man, that's not Dutch. you like, yo, you're not, you ain't even meet me halfway, bro. I'm like, yo, that's what I got. We friends, right? So I got. So, and that, that's not the perfect example because at that point we both ate, we both enjoyed Bruh. ourselves. It so, just, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's not that much of the bill. Yeah, I think like, it's relationship. five out of sixty-five ain't a lot, but if it's five out of ten, yeah, you covered half the expenses, and the, the people, I guess, other people may donate. Other rich people yeah. may donate money to the cause. Yeah, man. rich people try to stay rich. We know this. Yo. I read some shit, man. Uh, <laughs> I was reading my fucking magazine today, man. I've had this magazine for like two years, and I pull it out every time I got some downtime at work. Bro, I read some shit, and it said, it was talking about, it was a study. It was uh from Cal Berkeley, University of Cal in California. And they did a study about, like, do selfish people, are selfish people richer than others? And it was an experiment with a candy dish. And they got low economic people versus rich people. And they told them, like, hey, you can take this candy. Like, you can have this candy. And it said more of the low economic people, the poorer people, they, like, gave out candy to, like, other people or other kids like in the hallway or on their way out some shit like that like they didn't basically they didn't keep it at all but more of the rich people like kept all the fucking candy for themselves mm-hmm. so you gotta be a little bit selfish to be rich man and they are some selfish motherfuckers yeah that just it is uh speaking of selfish shout out to kanye west Lots lots of money. Yep. My man is now the richest African American male in the US. Yep. Uh more money than Jay Z, Beyonce, the whole collective bargaining agreement. My man's got more money than Diddy. Fucking amazing. I'm and now blew blew me away. They said that those numbers were inflated because like he actually worth like maybe two one point eight billion or two billion. But still, that's still admirable. Because they said you can't, like, count potential money. So there's, like, things with uh, Adidas and, yeah, like, there's stuff like with Adidas and Gap that ha- haven't actually happened yet. Well, if they're, like, taken to account. Well, here's the thing. When, when you calculate wealth, right? Yeah. They also calculate your credit. True. And what you're worth. Like, yep. um, the potential of what you could buy. They yeah. don't. It's not necessarily what you have in hand at that moment. I think it's amazing, though, man. Because it's like Kanye West started 
after Jay-Z, after Timbaland, after Dr. Dre and all these people. And it's like, yo, Kanye West like caught up to everybody and like ran by them. Yeah, he used like, to sing no, both of this race. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. And I mean, I take my hat off to Kanye and I'm like, yo, it kind of goes back to, I'm not even going to say a selfish thing. I think it's self-belief with Kanye West because he says some crazy shit talking about like slaves and all that. But, yo, you got to have fucking 100% belief in yourself in order to be a fucking billionaire to that level. Like, that's just fucking amazing. KD. That's what I want to get into next. All right. I'm glad that you gave praise to Joe Biden. Yep. Okay. It's important that people give praise when necessary. Mm-hmm. You're going to understand my point. In a so I got an article. Part of it I'm going to read to you guys. And then I'm going to go in. All right. Very interesting by Mr. Leonard Pitts. Let's talk about what happened last week. Police confronted a mentally disturbed man at a convenience store near Washington, D.C. They helped him. Yeah, that was a bait and switch. But it wouldn't have worked if you weren't primed to expect something worse. Hmm. Certainly, you'd be justified given some of the headlines of recent years. Hear me out. In July 2016, there was an unarmed caregiver of a 26-year-old man with autism that was shot and wounded by a police officer in North Miami while laying flat on the pavement with his hands raised. The officer said he was aiming for the man with autism who was sitting in the street playing with the toy truck. In March of 2020, a 41-year-old man in Rochester who had been walking the streets naked and babbling died after police pressed his face to the pavement for two minutes. In September of that same year, police in Salt Lake City shot an unarmed 13-year-old boy with Asperger's syndrome 11 times. Though grievously wounded, he survived. The Treatment Advocacy Center, a non-profit mental health organization in Arlington, Virginia, reports that people with untreated mental illnesses are 16 times more likely to die at the hands of police officers. A Washington Post analysis reveals that nearly one in four of the 6,139 people shot and killed by police since 2015 were known to have a mental illness. So yes, a lot could have happened last week. In Hyattsville, Maryland, when officers Edgar Anderson Franco and Mancinini Gaskill responded to a call about a man at a gas station convenience store babbling nonsensically, what did happen? According to police, is that they convinced the man to let them go through his phone and find a number for his cousin, who agreed to pick him up from the store. While waiting for his cousin, gentleman kind of just dropped his belongings to the floor, stopped talking for a period of time, and he abruptly sat down on the floor as well. 
the officer said one thing I learned from my training that I was needed that I that I needed to get on his level to have a better understanding of what he was going through. So Officer Franco got down on the floor and engaged the man until his cousin arrived, remaining calm even as the man continued to berate him on the floor. The officer went on to say that what happened to him today was not out of the ordinary. Yet a picture of him seated, cross-legged on the floor, Indian style, with the troubled man struck such a chord that the story made first local and then eventually national news. This represents a model of policing we never seldom get to see. Mm. It's a great point. This is why I've said previously on our podcast, I believe that policing is at least top three, one of the hardest jobs to do. Oh, no doubt, man. Because if a teacher fucks up in a high school in California, just completely doesn't do his job or fails his students, or it may get swept under the rug and stay within those walls. True. As a police officer in America, or anywhere, really, everything is blown up by the media. So it's not about the amount of good that you do, but the first time you do something bad, you make everybody look bad. Yeah. And it's like, this is why I preach all the time. It takes a guy like that officer that needs to have a badge. You have to go through shit. To be in a situation where shit happens. If I've never been through nothing and I've been some scary Terry type dude my whole life. And you go and put me in, in the middle of a fight and altercation. Of course my first instinct might be to go to my gun. Because I'm scared. Yep. That may not be something that I've been through. I believe that finding the right people starts with finding people that have have a lot of life experience. True. Sometimes the people we put in these positions don't have that experience. And that's why you see people getting shot with mental health illnesses. Yeah. That's man. why you see... Shot in wheelchairs and all that stuff. Like It's definitely a contributing factor. Like, the process that people get hired through needs to change altogether. Because this is a great example of something that the media... Has not portrayed to us. Yeah. This managed to hit local and then national news for once. That's what's up. But there's stories every day that go on with, you know, police officers that we never hear about. And, you know, getting the cat out the tree and, yeah. you know, the, the... You only know about the bad stuff. You only hear the bad shit. That's the news, man. So, it to me, this was a feel-good story, which, you know, I don't feel like we get enough of. Yep. That adds to the culture that we have. And like I'm look, I'm not justifying any of the other things that I just read. Yep. I obviously those guys are in the wrong. But we can't always just put people down when they're wrong, but praise them when they're right. Exactly. Like both sides. Yeah. Like I think even back to when the whole Donald Trump thing was going on. Like, I think we even finally gave him praise at, at one moment. I think it was when he sent out the the stimulus check, the second one or 
And he started it up. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, that was cool. Like, everybody was like, oh, we needed it. Even $600, uh, fuck it, we needed it. Like, fucking modeling, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, he set the precedent for, what's his name to do that? Yeah. We don't know if Joe Biden would have thought of that shit on his own. But he could follow and get better. But that's, he started it off. Yeah. So, again, needless to say, like, it hurts me sometimes to watch us tear each other down like people do good things on a daily basis but a lot of times we focus on the negative we focus on the the Derek jacksons Mm -hmm. of the world right yep but there are good people out there and there are people who have good relationships like there are many good ones there's people that's happily married but you know what catches our attention is the divorces and the yeah man and the shady shit of course like we all love it that's what me and kendall doing this right now we love the shady (laughs) shit we love the tea but, you know, it is important to, you know, appreciate people like that, too. Because there are good people in the world, so. Facts. Any comments on this, Ken? Man, I just think it needs to be more cops like him. Like, it, it makes me think about uh, social-emotional training. And, like, my very first summer after my freshman year in college, uh... I started working in the autism program and that was my first exposure working with people with those type of special needs, disabilities, people who really can't do much for themselves, people who, you know, they, they don't know how to communicate with autism or Asperger's or, you know, it could be, there's many different Disability. They don't know how to communicate verbally, so they may, uh, to get your attention, they may pinch you. They may, you know, hit you, not trying to hurt you, but that's just how they say, hey, I need help or I need attention. I need this, that, and the third. But a person who hasn't worked in that environment, a person who doesn't work with those type of kids on a regular basis, they don't know that in a the thing is, and the scary thought that, you know, educators have is, you know, what's going to happen to these kids after they're 18 or 21 out in the real world or they're in a supermarket and, mm-hmm. you know, they do these things. They, you know, for a long time, they had no place for people with disabilities, mental illness to go. They just had these, I mean, we've seen these crazy movies and stuff. One flew over the cuckoo's nest, and it's just like, yo, you just threw them in a crazy house. But now, I see a lot of this, man. Like, people getting taken out and, you know, unjustfully when, you know, it could have been all talked out. I think a lot of these cops, that that's exactly what I thought of, like, that cop clearly has social emotional training and has worked with somebody with mental disabilities or autism or whatever disability he has. And that's how he knew, you know, I'm not threatening. And again, I've worked with guys like, yo, I'll never forget the first year I worked with uh, these kids. They was twins. They was 6'2", 220, duh. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, these dudes could do damage if they wanted to. But you just got to know how to work with them and 
they teach you restraint training. They teach you how to, you know, safely, you know, if they do have an aggressive behavior, it's all about behavior analysis, you know, how to uh, restrain them without hurting them, hurting you. But I do understand it in the heat of the moment, you got to react when you're uh, a cop. But I always believe the lethal force should be the last thing. And it's like, you know, I know there was a case in 2020 where uh, somebody had mental illness or mental health in Philly. They had a knife. I think it was like a butter knife or some shit. And they were trying to attack the cop. And it's like, all right, if they got a butter knife or some type of knife and they running at a cop, clearly they're not in their right mind. Clearly this kid isn't in his right mind. And I think the family ended up suing the city of Philadelphia. Then you go tase the guy. Something. But lethal force should be the absolute last thing, man. And I mean, yo, shout out to that cop because the narrative needs to start changing. You know, I don't think they should defund the police. I think they should just do more, you know, trainings, honestly. Yeah, and eventually, you know, if we do have total criminal justice reform, Mm -hmm. you know, the media has to change too. Mm -hmm. A lot of things have to change. And it's like, um, you know, we need to reward people when they do well, right? Imagine working a job and no one ever tells you when you do a fucking good job. Like that that shit's the worst. Like I'm not, I've never been a pat me on the back kind of guy, but every once in a while it is nice to hear like, Hey, great job on that. Or yeah. a, an email. Some, something. Bro. Let me know I'm doing something right. You know what made me fucking feel good yesterday? Now, I, I coach, I'm coach track now. Like I said, you know, I'm a former track athlete. We both are t- former collegiate track athletes. And it's like, you know, I coached my uh, former high school. You know, uh, one of my runners was like, you know, hey, do you know since you coach basketball <laughs> where I used to uh, – work at they haven't won a game or they haven't like been in good since you left that shit made me feel good because it's like yeah (laughs) yeah it's like yo i knew i was doing my thing and it's like again just shit like that just little things like that man help you get through the day like i said when you're tired as fuck running on three hours of sleep a little bit of positive praise can help boost you up go a long way yeah Yeah. it's rejuvenating i think you know that's you got to change the culture right yeah and when you change something you got to change everything like you that that makes it easier um you can't have complete reform if the media still treats officers the same right yep so let's praise them when they do good as well not just not just when you know, they shoot somebody or something goes south. Cause stuff's going to go south. That's the one job where, you know, you don't call the police when things are going well and you're having a barbecue on a Sunday. You call them when shit's going wrong, right? Even bad guys call the police when shit's fucked up. So that's why, you know, it's just important and, and always try to wear someone else's shoes and think, you know, what would I do in that situation because... There are a lot of different people who have had different life experiences. So, you know, my reaction may not be the same as Kendall's, but 
You know, everybody is supposed to put their best foot forward and do the right thing in that moment. So Fact. this was definitely a good uh, feel-good story, and I'm pretty much happy to end on that. So Way to end it, man. Way to end it. There we go. Man, look. Got that merch coming, y'all. Make sure you get some merch. Stealth Wealth. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, what that is. That's the best kind of wealth to have. All my uh, financially lit people, you know, I got some stuff for y'all. That more, more 24 hours from greatness stuff coming out. Definitely cop up, y'all. Keep supporting. We appreciate it. Just Definitely help keeping us gear. putting out mm-hmm. good content, better content for y'all. Help keep us going. You know, definitely appreciate it. All the supporters, everybody who've been rocking with us since October 2nd, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's God, it's already been since October, man. We, yeah. We've really been rolling, so. Yep, consistency, man. Definitely. So we got a lot more of that coming your way. Just stay tuned. And, oh, please believe it, man. Yeah, so we got some guests coming up very shortly, so we'll have another visual for y'all. So Yep, visual coming soon. Ready for the action. Make sure y'all check out the last episode we did with uh my man Kyle. That episode was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit got wild. <laughs> Drinking locals. <laughs> Make sure y'all go check out all the other episodes. Binge listen, binge watch, IGTV, everything, man. At Big Papa Pump. H was it H H J C H J C underscore underscore. Don't forget the underscore underscore three. But yeah, follow us on all our social media. Just keep up with us, man. We just gonna keep putting out this good content for y'all. Coming back with it each week. Definitely appreciate it, man. Shout out to Overlord Radio, Black Footy Rap. Definitely, definitely, man. And I. Till next time. Later. All right.